Well, we're consistently inconsistent. <laughs> right. I wish somebody loved me as much as you love Fruit Punch Food. Can I edit my list? <laughs> I had a salad yesterday. It was good. That's good. Where from? Proud of you, Chad. Uh, from uh, Brew House. It's cool that after, you know, six years or whatever that you guys stuck it out, you know, you really cared about the name that much. I got to tell you, here at Sonder, what we would have done. <laughs> Feels like NASA's going to have a problem with this. Uh, let's pick a new name. One of my favorite things you've ever said, Danny, is that Friday is a feeling. Yep. I lo- it's like vacation I is get a that feeling. Added on me. If you're worried about the dirt and the grime, the germs, whatever it may be, on the outside of your lime... Stay home, man. Is that it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Danny, 10 out of 10. <laughs> that was awesome. I thought it was good. That's, that's was really good. good. That's really good. I, I got to tell you, I was hoping, man, as soon as I realized it was a new intro, I was like, man, if DH's lime rant doesn't get on here in some way, shape, or form. It's so funny. And, like, I he, he has, like, another, like, 12 seconds that's really funny, like, directly after that. And I was, like, trying to figure out if I could make it work. It just ended up being, like, way too long of a clip. And I would have had to cut two others. Um, I think the most <laughs> underrated one in there that I, I try to, like, mess with the volumes a little bit is the one where Chet says that he ate a salad. <laughs> and, and, like, you, like, I think you were, like, a little far away from the mic or, like, you were a little quiet. You are like, weird flex, but okay. And then I was, like, proud of you, Chad. <laughs> Chad was just compliment seeking that he had a salad. <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted a compliment for having a salad to eat. And you can hear Olivia in there like, oh, really? Where'd you have one? He's like, being so nice about yes, it. Yes, but then, genuinely not interested. And yeah, and then me and you were like, all right, Chad, sweet, dude. Congrats on your salad. <laughs> yeah, move on. Move on from the salad. That's good. Well done. Uh, that was that was. My favorite so far. The no-brainer was getting DH in there. Yeah. And ending with it, too, is is perfect. I mean, he went on a two-minute bit there that was just so – I considered just having that as the intro. For those that haven't listened to it, go back and listen to our episode where we recorded on site with the Country Boy. I think that's one of my – it's like a top five podcast we've done. Man, I tell you, it it feels like – and I guess this is just indicative of my personality now – where I'm such a creature of the moment. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Every, the most recent one is your favorite. Like, that was my favorite one until we recorded with Gnome on something, then that was my favorite, and right. then Chris, and then last week's fantasy one, and now probably this one, which yeah. uh, we are on our first episode of season four. four I guess, yeah. Wild. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Wild. Episode 73. Uh Perfect. Yeah. Completely oh, innocuous. Yeah. There's no reason to go nope. calling it a new season. I'd been like, I'd had that intro like in the works for the last two episodes. I like had it going um, for Chris and then I just like couldn't finish it. And then I was like scrambling to get it done for the last episode. Couldn't get it done. So I was like, screw it. I like dedicated like, like a couple hours. I was like, I'm just going to get this done. I got it done like the day after um, the fantasy one. I was like, I just need to make sure this is done for the next one. Well done. It's it's great. It um, and we have a new podcast co-host guest. or guest yeah. or whatever we want to call first, it. First timer. Um, Macy, say hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, Macy Cherry is new to our team. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Although not that new anymore. Three months. Uh, I know. Four months. I know. Four months. Going on nice. four months. Nice. It's know. wild. Time doesn't matter anymore. Right. Does it, <laughs> it, does it feel like it's been longer or shorter than that? It feels like it's been a week. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Is that good or bad? That's I good. Think. That's good, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and Jen, welcome back. Yeah. Um, Funny enough, Jen is one of my dad's favorite reoccurring guests. John Harold. Yeah. There All we right. go. Yeah. Well, there we go. Well, I, I have one person that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll like, so my dad like live comments the podcast when he's listening. He'll just like send me text messages and I can tell he's listening. So I just like wait for him to get all of it out <laughs> and then respond when he's done. And like every time Jen's on, she's he's like, I just love like the things that she like brings to the table and she is very knowledgeable. So. That's perfect. That's awesome. thanks, for, thanks for loving me, hey, John. Dad. Really appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, no big deal. I, mean, I know. Every time I bring that up, you get real sad. Ootweezy <laughs> hates the episodes where it's just me and you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so I'm out of my element here. I'm surrounded at the table with a bunch of marketing folks here. Yeah, we don't outnumber people in a whole lot of situations in this no, company, we don't. but no, here we are. But here we are. <laughs> um, not a ton on uh, the the board to make sure that we discuss today, but but really, and this was your idea, Danny, Really just an opportunity for us to speak further about our brand, mm-hmm. what, is, what is evolving upon our brand, um, what, what, how and, and the ways in which we try to get our brand into the consumer's minds. Danny, I think you've shared this before, but it takes how many impressions upon somebody until uh, it makes it's, a, a it's, lasting memory? It's on average two and a half times, and it's separate occurrences, right? So it's like... For instance, you're standing in the Kroger aisle, the Kroger beer aisle. You see hundreds of different beer options. You notice Sonder. That's one interaction. Uh, but you, seeing Sonder in the store that same time would not be. What do you mean? So you said it has to be separate interactions, right? Yeah, so that's one. But what if you walk, say you're in the beer aisle. And you don't see Sonder, that doesn't count. No, no, no. This is totally semantics, but I'm okay. just curious. So then you go to the dairy aisle and there's a display of Sonder Four minutes later, does that is that a second? No, it needs to be um, like different formats. Yeah, so, a different medium. Yeah. So oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's they, a really good way to think of it. They like a see something pop up on Google, or they see a friend post something on Facebook. Or yeah. The the example that I always give is you see us on the shelf at a store, our package, right? And then you go to a bar, you see us on draft. That's a different medium. And then we pop up on your social media somehow, or you do end up here in the tap room. It's all about, I, I joke that, but I'm like a little serious as well, that marketing is just like this mind game that you play with people. Like, how do you get to the top of their subconscious? And the best way to do that is having more than two and a half experiences with them. And a lot of that comes from whether it's, you know, we come up in a Google search, you find us on social, you see us on the shelf, uh, your friend mentions it or you get us on draft, something like that. So it's how do we find people where they are and just, you know, be top of mind with them. So um, an example of that would mm-hmm. be um, something I noticed for the first time today oh boy. was our highway sign. Oh, yeah. yes. Um, the exit that was, sign. That, oh kudos to gosh. Jen on that. That was an absolute pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, two, she basically two just well years. over. Yeah, okay, two years. Two. Two years of yeah, she basically just like bothered the like Department of Transportation until they would let us do it. Uh, I remember having the first conversation with that, and we had like just opened. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah, just got the sign three, up a month maybe ago. Maybe three years. Yeah, because I was trying to think about how long. What happened was the first time I contacted them, they said no because we weren't 
directly off an exit. Well, then they put that new exit in. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we're directly off the exit? Yep. She's like, oh, I guess Yeah, because it has to are. be, it's, it's mileage proximity off of the exit, yes. right? And I, it can only be one turn. I was about to say, there was a, there's a turns in there, too. You, one turn? You one turn. You can't be more than two turns away. Or you can't be more than one turn away so from So basically, you, you come off the exit, there's usually a stoplight, right? It has yep. to be like a left or a right or a straight. Yep. Right? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Because I, I had someone, funny enough, separate instance, someone reached out to me, uh, a friend from another brewery. They're like, hey, we heard that you guys ended up getting on one of those signs. How'd you pull that off? And I was like, dude, like, our CMO, like, just continued to, like, send emails to the Ohio Transportation or Department of Transportation. And we ended up meeting the guidelines for the exit that's north of us, not the one that's south of us, because we're two turns from that one. So is it not mileage, it's just turns? I think that plays into it as well. Well, it's turns, and also the village or township that you reside in has regulations as well. So, like, it could be two turns, but maybe the village that you reside in doesn't allow that extra arrow sign for the second turn, then mm. you wouldn't be able to do it. And, oh, and it's also, they only allow, what, six or nine on each sign? Yeah, I think there's different sizes, but... And you get to keep... So until someone bumps off, like I think Waffle House came off one of the signs, so someone's <laughs> probably scrambling to get on in their place. Um, so I actually haven't seen it yet because I don't come north to south to Sonder very often. Are we under food? Yes. Yes. Okay. It says Sonder Brewing Tap Room. Oh, nice. Which is super yeah. cool. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so you can either be food, lodging, gas, or like attractions. Attractions. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're like a store, I think there's like a historical one too, but maybe that's. And those are the brown signs, I think, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that would be an instance for sure. So, that would be one of those occasions, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I saw Sandra on the shelf the other day. This is their exit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, So, let's jump into uh, Macy's role, what Macy is doing with us for the team. Um, Yes. So mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. right? Right, pretty much everything. Which is what is she not doing? Which all is three of us mm-hmm. ex- that's right. Sure. An example for all three of you, mm-hmm. um, Macy. Is would you say um, in your day to day? Is it what you expected it to be? Is it different? And if so, how? I'm so curious. Um, I actually don't know. I the know, answer to I this. know. And how do I get one of those tie dye shirts? <laughs> okay, a three part question. <laughs> <laughs> so yes and no. Um, it's different in the regard that I come from strictly branding background. So I was working in agency, so have my hands in a lot of different brands every day, whereas now I have my hands in a lot of different things for one brand. Mm-hmm. So really great in that aspect because Sonder as a whole working with that, but each beer also has its own personality. So hopping around to figure out. I see what, what you did where. there, hopping around. Nice. Hopping around. Nicely done. <laughs> we, like, we like hops, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely fast-paced, and I love it. I just busier I am, the better I am. I, yeah. I thrive under pressure. So nice. Works, nice. Works out perfectly. Yeah. What's really cool is um, you being able to step right in um, and become part of our brand right away, right? So not just, not just culturally your personality, but exuding your personality into our brands and your design work. Um, I think it's really so, – so I always say this about Danny with our social media, Right. Sonder Brewing has a personality on social media. That's really just Danny's personality coming out and how 
Sonder is represented, right? Uh, similar with our can work with Jen, right? Our can designs are very much Jen's personality exuded onto our cans, and it all works, right? So Danny's personality and what he does for social media with Jen's personality with our brand and designing, whether it's a logo for Oktoberfest or our can work, same thing, being able to see um, the one I think of a lot now that we use a lot is our taproom logo, right? So Sonder Brewing and Taproom or Brewery and Taproom, however it's worded, uh, was something you kind of took and owned right away and exuded your personality in developing that brand for us, and it just married really well together. So what's really cool about that is I feel, as a consumer, you can tell when a brand doesn't feel cohesive, right? Like, it's all over the place. Um, there are several I could think of for breweries that I won't name on here um, that, that just don't it, – it, you never know when you're looking at, be it their cans on the shelf or – beer posters or tap handles or something like that, that their brand just doesn't feel cohesive. What's really cool from my perspective in bringing Macy in is all three of your, ba- brand, of your personalities inside of your brand design really marry well together. I, I imagine that's something you guys have seen as well. Yeah, the two things that stick out with me since bringing Macy on board is that I don't think our day-to-day for Jen and I has changed a ton we just felt like, you know, you use this quote a lot, Justin. We were a mile wide and an inch deep. And Macy's just rounding out that iceberg for us. She's filling in a lot of gaps for us. She's partnering with our sales team incredibly well. Um, she's managing the merchandise, which is super great. And then just a lot of the filling in the gap of, like, the design work um, and just being a part of the marketing team that does go so much more, so much deeper than, you know, the three or four things that you claim are, like, you know, because like I get asked that a lot, like, oh, what do you do at Sonder? It's like, well, I have like the three or four things that take up a lot of my time. Like, oh, I manage all of our social media. I manage our website. Uh, I produce the podcast. And then I like do some like sales support here and there. But like that's just not even remotely close to like all the things that I do. And that's the same for all three of us. Um, and then just the ability to hit the ground running. Like it felt mm-hmm. like it was day one. And Jen and I were already like, oh, we have our person here. Like, this is already working for us. Like, you know, it didn't take long for her to understand our brand, uh, be able to fit in right away, and just, you know, start doing work without us having to even ask, which is what we really needed. Yeah, I got a little worried at, at first because I felt like we were just I know. dumping, like, just yeah. like, and this, and this, and we need this, and we want this, and we want this. And, and, and she did not even get flustered it was just like okay 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 I can do that yeah she's making her little list and it's like go and she did it all yeah and I and I can attest now getting to know Macy I don't think you can correct us if we're wrong here I don't think you went home and were frustrated either right like I was so excited yeah it feels like it's you can see the excitement you can see the passion which is something obviously being one of our key pillars and one of the reasons that you fit so well um do you have a project that you've been a part of so far that sticks out that you were that that is memorable or that you were excited to do? Not really. I mean, I'm just excited about the next project as the previous project. Mm-hmm. Um, I love beer, and I think that there's so many different aspects of beer that people can get excited about, and that's what I like. like it is hard to fake authenticity, and it should be something that is lighthearted and fun and sometimes pretty punny um, just to start a conversation and have a beer with a friend, so... To convey that and get that out into the world feels really good. Do you have a favorite Sonder beer? I have a lot of favorite Sonder beers. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's, hard to, it's hard to nail it down. 
this uh, yeah. this is right up my alley. So what you're saying is you have 11 beers in your top five. <laughs> I know that I've edited my top five at least five times. <laughs> <laughs> me, t- me too. Me too, Danny. Yeah. Me too. I, I, I just I, edit my top five, okay? See, I give Macy way more credit, though, because she's having a lot of our beers for the first time. You've had all of our beers, and you still just can't pick five. <laughs> I'm a creature of the moment, okay? Macy's, like, adding beers that are, like, coming out. It's like, oh, I really like Bluegrass Monday. That's a new beer. Like, yeah, top five. Yeah, and I do that, and you're like, oh, shocker, another beer in your top five. <laughs> Yesterday, I said that I think this batch of auto, this latest batch of auto, is my favorite batch of auto we've done. And you would have thought, by Danny and Haley's reaction, that I just said, I have seven heads on my shoulder. Oh my God. Like, they looked at me like I was such a lunatic. Haley laughed out loud. She's like, every batch of beer we do is your favorite. I'm like, I'm a creature of the moment, okay? Well, and it's funny, too, because, like, I've admitted to being a creature of the moment, but you are way more guilty than I am, so I just feel validated now. It's like, well, I'm not bad as Justin, so it's all good. Chase, Chase just asked me if I have had the latest batch of Voss, and it almost came out of my oh. mouth, like, yep. My favorite, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. I just love Voss. Just oh, love man. it. Uh, I have a quick story, actually, while we're still talking about marketing stuff. It's very timely that this happened today. And it's a compliment to all three of us. But uh, a friend in the industry reached out to me uh, yesterday. And he said, hey, like, do you have, like, 20 minutes to just jump on the phone and, like, talk about, like, what it takes to do social media for a brewery? Yeah, it's a friend within the industry. Yeah, yeah, a buddy of mine. And, like, it's funny. Like, I joked. I was like, hey, man, so what are you offering me? Like, I'm kind of, like, kind of messing with him. He's like, dude, I'm not trying to poach you. Like, I I promise. I'm like, I I know, man. I'm kidding. Like, you're good. Um, A good friend of mine, uh, he's been friends of, you know, a couple people in-house here for a long time. Um, And it's funny. I was just talking to him. You know, I was like, hey, this is kind of a loaded question because you can pay – $100,000 and have an agency do all this stuff for you, or you can bring someone in-house, you can have someone part-time, you can have someone who already works on your team dip into social media. There's so many different things you can do. It's just about, like, what are your goals, how much are you willing to invest, and how important is having a cohesive marketing strategy to you and your company, right? Um, And he said that uh, his bosses have come to him and said, hey, you have relationships with Sonder Brewing. We like their marketing. Can you get a hold of them? That's cool. That's really cool. And I was like, hey, man, that's like a, you know, you didn't have to say that. It's very flattering. And, you know, he, he mentioned the cans. He mentioned all of the graphics. He mentioned the social media, the website. And th- these were all things that he said to me because I wanted to let him talk a little bit first before I gave my opinion. And, you know, he was just saying all these things off the rip, and it was pretty cool. It's, you know it's so fast paced around here and sometimes you get lost in the sauce a little bit, but it's nice to have someone bring you down to earth a little bit and be like, Hey, like, you know, your team is doing a great job. So it was really cool to hear. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad you shared that not only here on the podcast, but around yeah. some other team. I actually hadn't well. shared it with them until now. Jen and I talked about it a little bit yesterday. It's uh, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and a testimony to, to what you all do and the, the need for what you guys do. I think it's really interesting. What I'm hearing as you're saying that uh, is something I hear all the time, right, is, well, I just kind of do the social media on the side, or I do this when I have time, or we pay an agency to do this. Right. And the reality is marketing is very strategic. Mm-hmm. What you guys do, Jen, I mean, we, we, we have, just you and I, not even your team, you and I have in-depth conversation about, well does this fit our brand or does this fit who we are? Does this fit our culture? 
and really that comes from you and your team um, as much as it does anywhere else. Oftentimes, we'll have engagements with consumers before they've ever even stepped foot in our tap room yeah. just through social media, right? And so, yeah. so who we are to them is largely dictated not by them having our beer for the first time or stepping in our tap room for the first time. So it's, it's really important. It is, it is also, um, along with being strategic, it's a lot of work and a lot of thought and a lot of plan into it. So I think uh, sometimes it kind of gets swept under the rug uh, within our industry because it's all about the beer, right? It's make yeah. good beer, get the beer out there, make sure consumers can have it. Yeah. But the reality is it's like anything, anything in consumer packaged goods that I've been a part of in my career is uh, it is one of the three things you have to have well if you want to compete at the highest level. And I always think it's interesting too because I understand where people come from. Um, you know, us coming from a CBG background, Justin, you know, we're so used to like hard numbers, right? And trends. We're able to see ROI because we know margin, all that kind of stuff. And we have that here with our beer sales as well. But sometimes it's really hard to put an ROI on marketing because... It's always really hard. Yeah. yeah. But it's, and it's the first thing to go for a lot of these breweries that start up. It's like, oh, we'll figure that out later. Or we'll get, That's right. or we'll get someone uh, not in-house to design our packaging and to do our social media. And then all of a sudden you have this gap of, you know, what's your quote? I always forget it. Um, frustration? Yeah. Frustration is the gap between expectation and reality. Yeah, you like all of a sudden have this frustration of this vision that you have from a company not translating to your branding, your packaging, your social media because you frankly aren't, you know, translating your brand to the people that are doing that work for you. And the guy I've been talking to, I talked to him today for about a half hour on the phone. Um, you know, that's exactly where his frustration was, was that, this brewery has an incredible story. They have a good brand and they have a good product. They're just, they haven't, they've had an agency. They've had people in house. They tried the part-time thing. They couldn't find someone to encapsulate, encapsulate their brand, you know, through media. And I kind of gave them a number, but also I have a, I have a friend that I think would be a good fit um, that does some freelancing. So I kind of hooked them up a little bit, but it's, it's something that I think people, don't put an emphasis into and it's almost equally as important as the product the experience all of that i've shared with this i've shared this quote with with our listeners on our podcast before but when we started this company um we were very strategic with the managing members and the partners of this company from day one and it's because i was given some advice by a friend uh early on that basically, uh, I remember the conversation very vividly. I'm, I'm sitting, um, having a beer with him, and he looks at me, and he's like, uh, do you worry about the craft beer bubble? And I said, nope. I said, I don't. And I think there's no shortage of people looking to have a, uh, have a good beer. And he's like, I agree. He said, that I don't think there's a bubble either. However, shelf space and taproom space is finite. Mm-hmm. There's no shortage of uh, local bars that make their own beer, right? Which and is what neighborhood breweries are. The thing that we bring up a lot too is share of stomach. That's not going anywhere either. That's right. Um, share of fridge, mm-hmm. right? Like share of wallet. Yeah, you can There's, quantify it in a lot of different yeah. ways. Um, how, so if you want to become a share of someone's stomach, a share of their fridge, a share of bars, a share of shelf space, you have to do three things really, really well. You have to have good beer, you have to have good distribution of that beer, and you have to have a good brand. Yeah, and I think your experience, and experience is way more than just coming to the tap room. It's your experience of, you know, 
the consistency of the product, um, enjoying following us on social media, um, you know, being able to go to our website and get the information that you need fairly easily. It's straightforward where to find everything. All of that plays into experience. I think that's like the fourth thing that is like uber important that goes much deeper than people think. For sure. Um, okay. Macy. That was a great marketing tangent. Yeah, was, I loved it. Yeah. Um, first of all, you didn't answer. Where can I get that tie-dye shirt? Why don't I have one? She did it herself. I made it. Okay. <laughs> See? That's what I thought did you were going to say. Did you bleach it? Yeah. Okay. Bleach. Yeah. That's what I thought you were going to say. And, and that's just another testimony of you being a part of our marketing team uh, is having the creativity to do that that I could never do. If I tried to do that, that shirt would end up... Um, it would just be white. Just, that's right, just white. Um, and then later pink because I washed it with something red. Right. My, mine would be like, hey, you got a little, you got something on your shirt. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Nope. You'd look like one of the brewers who like accidentally yeah. spilled a little bit that's of bleach right. on their shirt. You got a little something right Jeff here. Is like looks the, like Jeff Parker's shirt. I was about to say, Jeff's like the biggest culprit of that. He has like bleach stains all over. But you don't know if it's intentional because he's also creative and also just yes, likes tie-dye. Exactly. Yeah. So it works. Oh, yeah. If when it, it's if, Dylan, you're like, dude, you definitely spilled it. Yeah. <laughs> you bought that shirt at J. Crew a couple weeks ago, brewed in it, and then, and then dro- dropped bleach on it. I swear to God, if Dylan's brewing in J. Crew shirts, we need to have a talk. <laughs> I mean, rule it out. I, know. I dare you I know. rule it out. I'm not. With gel in his hair. I mean, bougie, bougie, bougie. <laughs> Just came from a GQ shoot. Right. Um, uh, okay, so you didn't give me your top five. You, you didn't give them to me. Oh, man. They change, but... <sighs> give me current, time, give time, me current right top now, five. Right now, time, right now. Time stamp, September 8th, 2021. What is your top five? So, I have to caveat. I didn't even like, like, culture pilsners before I came here at all. Okay. Now, I'm in love with Voss. Um, can't drink yes. that enough. Pandering. <laughs> love it. I will accept it. <laughs> so, how I'll, often do I have a boss in my hand? Often, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, count you in for a boss at this point. Like, I'm going to grab a beer. You want just like, yeah, I'll take a boss. Do you want no. a leader of boss? Yeah. <laughs> I'll have all the boss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bella. Love Bella. Okay. Uh, Bluegrass Monday. Definitely okay. right up there. Um, Oktoberfest. It's hard to tie in the So a year one. ago, if you walked into our tap room, based on the board that we have today... A year ago, what would have been your first beer you would have ordered? Probably Betcha. Okay. Which still. Are you a hophead? I do. I like hops. Okay. Okay. So you Betcha. We, we'll just put that in there and make the question easy for you. Okay. okay. Uh, is you Betcha your favorite hoppy beer we've done? I don't know. I feel like I can't answer that until I've had them all. Fair question. That's yeah. Or fair answer. We have a new hoppy beer coming out soon. We do. Mm-hmm. Um, is that next week? I'd have to look at the calendar. I don't remember. Sounds right. Uh, spoiler alert. It is uh, the next uh, beer in our series of emoji releases. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, pay close Stocks. attention to that. Stocks, baby. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, it may or may not include a rocket ship. Right. It may or may not. Um, which is oftentimes what it feels like being here. Right. Um, in more ways than one, right? Um, what is your favorite brand beer brand that we have Ooh, great question and then danny i want to get yours because i don't know if we've ever talked about this jen i think i know yours but but we'll i think jen and i have the same one mine might change all the time i don't know <laughs> yeah well so jen can change but but she's she's not a creature of the moment but I, if, I, every I, time I, I change i think jen is also a creature of the moment uh, when it comes to some of our brands <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, that's a hard one, too. I think it depends on what I'm working on and what I'm staring at all day. Okay. Um, I was working on auto, staring at coffee and chocolate all day, so <laughs> I picked up a tiramisu on my way home. Um, really. Wait, great. did you really? I really did. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I uh, would have a sip of uh, tiramisu and a bite of, well, a sip of auto and a bite of tiramisu. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Danny, what's your favorite brand? Uh, mine's really close. Um, I think, I think my favorite brand is Coconut Tears. Oh, okay. It's, it's just, and it's funny. It's not like a beer that I'm like overly in on because I'm not a big coconut guy. Um, but I just think the brand is so funny. It's like a broken coconut and just a, a friend. It's so funny. Um, but the brand that I'm like forever impressed with is You Betcha. Like, okay. I, I just think it's like a standalone thing. Jen talks about this now. It's, it's almost equally, you know, I always talk about I want the record hop to be synonymous with Sonder Brewing. I think we're already to the point where you betcha is synonymous with Sonder Brewing. Yeah. And it's equally as important for us to be known as Sonder Brewing as it is to be like, oh, these people make you betcha, you know, because it is just a staple here in the Cincinnati area at this point. We're coming up on three years and you can find you betcha pretty much on it and on every corner within a 30 mile radius, you know, if not farther. Um, so I'm just forever impressed with that one. It's it just feels seamless. It's so on brand for us. Like we all use it in our daily vocabulary at this point too. Like you order yeah. a you betcha at the bar and the bartender responds with you betcha. Like <laughs> I was at a restaurant last night actually. I ordered a you betcha and the waitress went hee hee. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. They should have responded with like, you betcha. I yeah. don't know what that means, but that's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just such a good brand, uh, and if it's the beer, if it's uh, our culture of who we are, uh, the story's great, obviously. Uh, it, I, I'm forever impressed with that one. I'm so happy that we, you know, we, we feel like we're so confident in that brand. Jen? I agree. Um, like, brand and brand marks are a little different for me because the brand marks take so much time to get to the end result. And every time I still look at some of them, I'm like, I think I'm going to tweak. I think I'm going to change that just a little bit. I, I'm still not 100%. So I love that your mind works in that way. Me too. It's That's a, why it's you're a perfect constant, for like, I was literally about to say that because it's, it's... Evaluation for me of... There's no of, complacency in it. And, right. it's, and it's not an ego thing, right? It's like, look, this, this brand is 98% of the way there and you feel like this tweak makes it better, like, you're not afraid to do that. Yeah. Like, like I told you, the biggest thing I learned in art school, and this I paid a lot of money for this, a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> Take something, do something to it, and then do something else to it. And that is, like, how I work. Like, you, ne- you never have out of the gate the exact thing that you're going to end up with, and it, it takes a constant, like, new eye, new vision, and hearing from our consumers and seeing things that happen in the news and you know everything kind of reflects back to what do we need to change what do we need to tweak mm-hmm. but as far as brand marks go i i love boss i love that's yeah. probably one of my favorite so that good. we've done i just feel like it's bold it's it stands out everywhere you see it um obviously the beer is just as good and just as amazing and it has that like old school feel we were going yeah, for it yeah. does it, it's it's a little retro a little new like i don't know and the color scheme's um, great, and it, we were worried about it translating to our new branding, and I think it looks awesome. Um, there's, I mean, 
I love the rally cap. For me, that was something that was definite, a definite process. I did tons of sketches for that one, and then I couldn't execute it the way I wanted it to, so I ended up hiring an artist to help us execute that one. So that one was a good, just, just a good all-around process, too. Um, but, I, I, I mean, overall brand, obviously, you betcha. I, I, I don't know. It's such a great beer, and I love it. I, I drink it all the time when I go to restaurants and... Well, it's just, the I rally cap name is a top five for me. I, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable fun... that we were able to get that trademarked that somebody hadn't taken that. Yeah, that's I, unbelievable I for that. me. I agree. Yeah. All of yeah. a rally cap, like it just yeah. That's like my and that's like my litmus test for like a beer name. You got to like say it out loud and you got to pretend to order it. It's like all of a rally cap, all of a you betcha, all of a boss. Like it, it needs to like sound like I, I like the like two three syllable beer names. Like I think it's kind of funny when you go to a brewery and like. If it's, like, long sentence that, like, says some joke, you know, like, it's, like, it's cool and whatnot. But I think that, you know, the clear, concise ability to just, you know. For sure. Snappy, like, hey, I want a boss. I want yeah. a you betcha. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, of course, Cato is for me. Yeah. Close to my heart, of course. But, yeah. you know, it's it's still a work in progress, too, I feel like. Every time I look at it, like, is it is it right yet? Is it right yet? I know Chase has been on record for saying that one of his favorite brands is Cato. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, we, he we loves the Rastafari. Lo- we both have a love for reggae, so yeah. <laughs> that kind of goes along with that. Um, I mean, we have so many, so many brands that are, are done really well. And I can truly say, um, and maybe this is because oftentimes I'm looped into the process. So um, naturally, I, there are none that I don't like. Right. Um, I would say of my favorites, like obviously, favorite yeah, which which I don't have. Right, okay? exactly. I do not have a favorite child. I have a favorite of your children. Really. I know you do. <laughs> um, it depends when you ask me. I have right. a favorite at that time. Right. Okay. Um, uh, I love the Kenosha Kickers brand. Yep, that one's really um, good. Oh, I mean, with the buffalo plaid and the the and little the, sideways the hat e, and, the little yes. sideways. I'm excited e. for it to come back as Kenosha Kickers. Me too. Me too. Um, the timing is definitely that. right yeah. for that to come back. And yeah. that one's like soonish too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll, we'll go with soonish. Yeah, yeah. Haley and I both just had this discussion yesterday. Someone asked me, "When is that apple?" that apple struce something coming back and then Haley said someone asked her over the weekend like we had a, I guess we had a phone call about it from a consumer I'm so. getting the uh, Carmen's questions recently too Ooh, oh yeah. yes yeah. yes also a fun brand oh, I did. Yeah. that's I also know. a fun brand um, again this is who we are right I love the stories behind our beer which you guys do a great job of getting to our consumers um, Macy another question for you so, having only been here uh, one week now, um, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been an eventful week. Uh, upcoming beers that we haven't released since you've been here, but have been that have been released before. Uh, which one are you most excited about? Probably Kenosha Kickers. Okay, yes. Sounds amazing. Yes. It's really good. It's um, so good. That'll be fun. Uh, another brand that I love is William Goat. Oh, I know. Oh, I was going to bring that William up, too. That was a fun Are you familiar yes. with that one? I've, I've seen it, yeah. Yes, it's our Bach beer. So that comes out in, like, January every year? Yeah, towards the end yeah. of January. Like end of yeah. January, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I swear we have to find a way to get like a mascot suit, like a oh like a sporting, like a custom made mascot suit <laughs> of William Goat. Well, there's got to be goat mascot costumes out there, and then we can just like get 
you know. Uh, sure, I, if you want to, if you want to cut corners, Danny. Well, no, and then we can get a German <laughs> outfit that fits the mascot. I'm, I'm just, I'm problem solving here. <laughs> like, this is the roadmap to us getting a William Goat costume. <laughs> have you guys seen the uh, the Wolf's Ridge? They have a big mascot can of Daybreak. And no. they'll just, like, post it on social media every once in a while, like, him in random places, and, like, he goes to all the events and stuff like that. It's awesome. That's so fun. See, we got to do something like that with William Goat during Bach, during we, Bach we season. Do. Oh, my gosh. I mean, there's Bach Fest. Like, we should have fun with this. And, like, every... William Goat would be in every single Bach Fest picture. Yeah. Dude, like, <laughs> like every weekend, a different team member gets the costume, oh and then it's, God. like... Like, make it like an Instagram thing where Dibs find the first. goat, yeah. like yeah. find the goat and you like yeah. hashtag William goat. Like, dude, I mean, we could have some fun with this. I'm even like imagining on like Bach or uh, William go brew day. Like he's brewing dude <laughs> on package day. He's pack decking the cans, like working in the cellar. I think it'd be hilarious. Okay. Make I a note of this. We got to look too. into this. Right. Uh, whoever okay. does, I'm putting that in whoever does, uh, Custom, whoever wants this project, <laughs> custom costumes. I may be looking Custumed, at you, Macy. Custom um, right behind our bullpen jackets. That's right. I know. We that, have we have a supplier for that, by the way. We're working on that. So, I knew, <laughs> nice. I knew as soon as we brought you on, you'd get that done. I knew it. I knew it. I've been balking on it for two years now. Yeah, yeah. You and won't wear one. You won't wear one, really. I don't think I'm cool enough. Um, yeah. I think anybody can wear one, though. Yeah. I think wearing one of those jackets. Makes you cool. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like, like you may not be cool enough now, but when you wear the jacket, you wear you'll be cool. It's all about confidence in the jacket. I confidence. can see it. It's like magic shoes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's like magic shoes. We should name a beer magic shoes now. I think that. Um, a question we've asked consistently to our guests that I will ask you. Um, what is your dream vacation? Mine has like eight stops, all in two weeks. Like, yeah, Danny, Danny got ridiculous with mine was with, preposterous. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was like, I want to go everywhere. I don't know. That's hard, depending on how I'm feeling. If I'm feeling around, like being around people or not, I guess. Um, probably just something by a lake with a cabin, and I can go hiking with the dogs. Okay, love that. Okay, okay. Um, friends or the office, Parks and Rec. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh you, you Andy Dwyer juked me. I'll take it. I accept that. Um, Jen, have you ever given the answer of your dream vacation? I feel like I know it, but I don't know if you've ever given it on the podcast. My dream vacation. Um, if it's not at a beach somewhere. Yeah, that's what I assumed your answer would be. Yeah. Then it would be Alaska or Hawaii because that would be my 51 states, well, including Puerto Rico. Hmm. I'm including them. They're special. Have you been to the lower 48? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And Puerto know. Rico. I didn't know that. That's and, awesome. <laughs> which is, I love yeah. every single time you do this, you always throw in, and Puerto Rico. And Puerto Rico. <laughs> every single time. It's and so a few good. countries, a randomly a lot That's of crazy. I didn't know you've been to the lower 48. <laughs> That's banana land. So my parents were teachers, and we camped every summer, and we camped in all 48 states. I've never been to Washington, D.C., I don't believe, because there's that, no, no campgrounds in Washington, D.C. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think that doesn't count. I accept... Lower 48, Sands, Washington, yeah. D.C. <laughs> right. I me accept too. that. Yeah. yeah. So if you want me to give my opinion about somewhere you're going, I'm happy to do that. I'm assuming you'll get, you'll, you'll get to D.C. at some point. It's a fun town. Yeah. 
I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. I went in college for a weekend. Spring. And Hawaii and Alaska, because now you have to, because yeah. you've been to the I other forty. I have to. I've heard yes. really good thing. I'm not like a. I don't really want to go on a cruise, but I think if I did, I would want to do the Alaska cruise. I've heard like really cool yeah. things about those. I mean, I I can. I, yeah, I'm not a big fan of cruises, but I just want to check places off. Mostly, I just love the coastlines the best. Mm-hmm. But. I would take Vancouver Island too over over Alaska probably. I I use that as a check the box. Yeah, that's acceptable. I think. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, round up. Yeah. All right, Mace. We're gonna rapid fire some of these questions. Okay. okay. All right. You have to pick one. Would you rather binge a TV show all day long, or curl up and read a book? Oh, binge a TV show for uh, sure. Okay, Danny, you're probably read a book, right? Yeah, I would read a book. Jen, what are you? TV show. Yeah, I, I think so too. Man, I so desperately want to be the reader guy. <laughs> I mean, I, I did I, just finish a book, but I can finish TV a lot quicker. Yeah, I read yeah. a lot to 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 learn. Mm-hmm. Um, like so. I, I read a lot of you know, and Jen, I know you're in the same the same category, right? I read a lot uh, for leadership and for business, and mm-hmm. even autobiographies for entertainment. But uh, I'm not the like read a book a week kind of person or I generally I'm probably a book a month approximately um, and I'm getting I'm, I'm increasing that because I learn a lot through reading mm-hmm. um, but if you're talking just for entertainment uh, I would much rather binge a television show see I for the life of me cannot get through those books like the the self-help books or the, the, um, the that's like, why I have 12 12- Started books on my iBooks right now. Like the biographies and stuff like that. It's like, and I probably haven't given enough of them a shot, but it's like I get halfway through or a quarter of the way through and I put it down and I don't pick it back up. It's the, I like the books that like are good stories, good novels that kind of like capture me. And reading for me, I I feel like I learn in other ways. Reading for me is like, I don't think about anything besides that book when I'm reading. So I'm, like, very concerted with, like, when I read. Like, I'm, like, I'm the weirdo that, like, brings a book to a bar because I like being around people but not having to interact with people sometimes. Like, I can see that. Yeah, so it's, like, I, I, can, just, I can just read my book. I mean, you'll catch me at BC's Montgomery almost every Friday reading at the bar uh, in between conversations with Kenny and Brian. And, like, I just... I'm there for an hour or two. I have a beer or two, and I can just, like, not think... I, that's how I start my weekends, or... Like, I'll do the read before bed, or, like, Sundays I'll knock out, like, a good amount of a book if I'm not doing anything. Um, yeah, I, I don't, even in college, I did really poorly with, like, those styles of books of, like, yeah. you know, learning about a topic or something like that. Like, I, I think I would rather listen or watch something. I'm, like, I'm like flipped. Like, I would rather watch a documentary or, like, Oh, interesting. Yeah, I would rather. You'd rather watch for, for learning and read for entertainment. Yep. I can see that. That's really I, interesting. I mean, I, mean I, I read all kinds of books. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like books on subjects like business, whatever, but um, I, I read all kinds of books. But I can never really get through more than two or three or four a year. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. totally through. I do For a lot entertainment. of skim. Yeah. yeah. I, if it's entertainment, I'll read every word. But if it's, like, a self-help or a business book, I'll skim. Yeah. I'll skip through chapters. Like, you know, yeah. I might go four or five pages and not read anything and then I'll hit something that I that triggers like oh I, I love this I'll you know focus on that but I like podcasts for that as well like I like listening to intelligent and smart people 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I probably do an equal amount of like fun podcasts or sports podcasts, but like that's a better mix for me than what watching or reading is. Sure. All right, I have two more questions. Uh, number one, uh, again, back to the, to, to the branding and marketing minds here. If you're picking up a new beer uh, on the mm-hmm. shelf, okay. you cannot use Sonder, okay? So if you're picking up a new beer, let's say you're traveling, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind or what style or what about a brand design on the shelf draws you to that brewery or that beer? What, what are I, you, is, it, is it clean and, and concise? Is it funky and all over the place? Is it, is it hipster looking? Like, what is it? Ooh, I have an interesting... Uh, Interesting thought to that question. Um, I'd be interested to know how the three of you decide what breweries you go to when you travel. Ooh, <laughs> I can easily answer this question. Because I was talking about this with Chad the other day, actually. Um, but, but to answer your question, Justin, uh, if I'm traveling and I'm if, or even if I'm just trying a new beer, um, if it's a new brewery, I'm getting the lightest style. Uh, if it's a brewery I'm familiar with, but I haven't had said beer. Lightest I'm, style, but uh, I feel that. Mm-hmm. But how are you deciding which brewery to look for? Like, let's say, you're, let's say you're in Tampa, and there's three different breweries on the shelf, and you're deciding which one to go with their lightest beer. Oh, I'm never... Package, package. I'm, I'm never buying a packaged beer from a brewery that I don't know. Okay. Like, I'm either, like, it, it, it doesn't have to be super deep on how familiar I am with them, but I need to know, like. So you would, you would go to Sierra Nevada before you would go to a brewery you don't know locally. Yeah, and honestly, that's just because I've been burned by, sure. like, bad beer. I, I understand, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Jen, so, I, Jen, you said package. What about the package? Like, what are you looking for when you're looking at a design? Well, if I'm picking package or to visit a tap room like we do a lot of traveling with our kids for sports and there's tons sure. of times where we're like let's just go sit at a tap room and chill and and if we're visiting a tap room it for us it's it's family friendly but also i always re- read the beer reviews on take the top take the bottom and somewhere in between on google you know anywhere sometimes it's yelp sometimes it's google okay. sometimes it's even facebook mm-hmm. it just depends on kind of like what I'm trolling through at the time. Right. Um, package, I always grab, surprise, surprise, I always gravitate towards something clean yep. and yeah. modern. Yep. I figured you would say that. Now, I yeah. love funky art stuff too, but like, mm-hmm. don't love anything that's like too, too grungy or like, I don't have anything against it. It's just not my style. Yeah. Like the, like three Floyd's design style is not where you would gravitate yeah, it, towards. It, yeah. I mean, obviously yep. I'm not like that kind of, Style in general, all the like, death metal you're have, playing yeah. in your house. It's, <laughs> I don't would have beg anything against it, right? <laughs> but it just—it's not what my eye would gravitate to. And then right. it would definitely be like the styles and the freshness. Oh, okay. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Che- I check the dates. And sometimes I'll talk to the if it's a like a crafty type store. I'll definitely talk to the person who's working in there and yep. say. Okay, you know, what's your top seller, and then what do you recommend? Like, yep, yeah. that kind of thing. I always do that. Yeah. So if I'm somewhere new, so anytime we lived in Chicago for a long time, so we go back and visit our friends back there frequently, um, and every time we go, uh, Lindsay and John or Sarah and Mike will take us to a new bottle shop or a new brewery or whatever that looks like. And if I'm somewhere to buy a package, I always ask, um, hey, I used to live here, don't anymore. I work at a brewery in Cincinnati. Um, what beer would you recommend? Um, and I always, I always start there. 
uh, for package beer. I'll get into tap rooms after Mace answers here. How do you decide what you're buying from the shelf locally? Yeah, kind of in the same vein of that. Um, packaging, how it looks, how it feels. Um, sometimes just what its name is, if it's funny, if it's clever, if it feels endearing or authentic. Um, also, what's popular. And then I usually search out something that's really obscure or experimental Ooh, or love just that. off the wall. Just, you know, might be good, might not be good, but we're going to find out. I love that. Um, for tap room, Danny, to answer your question, um, I always start with uh, if it's somewhere that I know, um, so people I trust either within the industry or friends of mine, maybe not in the industry, I almost always uh, going to a new city, Intercity X here. Have you ever been any breweries or beer you'd recommend? I always start there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I get crickets, um, I'll go to... Um, untapped and just um, similar to what Jen said, I'll, I'll kind of filter out. You can often often just kind of decipher in between there. Right. Um, I look if they have food. I, I almost always exclusively, unless I've been recommended by somebody else, go somewhere that has food to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I, I will um, sometimes uh, go to rate beer. Um, and go to places and rankings through that, um, and Google breweries near me. Uh, it's often a crapshoot. Um, I, I honestly, it's weird. Unless I am, unless I am going somewhere for a reason outside of beer, um, I'm generally targeting going somewhere because of the beer. Yeah. So it's interesting for me. Um, I normally do a good amount of research, but I travel a lot. Um, I'll do a good amount of research. Um, so I'll hit a lot of different mediums. Like I'll try and find articles with sources that I trust, um, stuff like, like, Hey, top five breweries in this city, whatever. Uh, I'll dabble with untapped a little bit. Normally with untapped though, I get a gauge of what their specialties are. Cause I want to try core beers when I go to a new brewery. I just want like, Hey, these are the things you hang your hat on. Let me try these before I try this wild ale or this barrel aged beer, stuff like that. Um, I, funny enough, get feel like I get a lot of info from Instagram. So, like, fun, I'm probably not visiting your brewery if I think your Instagram isn't very good. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I feel that. As a social media guy, it's probably on brand. Yeah. Um, here's my foolproof strategy, though. Go to the legacy brewery in the city. Sit at the bar and multiple bartenders like try and get them individually not like in a group like hey i'm visiting you know what what are the breweries you recommend so like in theory you're coming to cincinnati you take a seat at the round guys bar the mad tree bar and you talk to two three four five bartenders like what are the breweries that you recommend or i'm staying in this part of town where should i go yeah. that type of thing yep. that's a great and that's a great they generally have an understanding too of you know like hey, these are the people doing it right. Um, they're the people that have been around for a while or they're new and they do it great. Like, I, I've gone to multiple cities, and I always want to go to the Legacy Brewery just because it's, you know, I'm trying to think of an example. So, like, when I was in Portland, I went to Wayfinder. Okay. Sat at the bar, like, hey, what are the breweries in town you recommend? And it was perfect. Got a bunch of stuff that, rec- that was highly recommended to me. Um yeah, that's probably the best. So, one. like, if you were to go to Indianapolis, you would go to maybe Sun King. Yeah, sit at the bar at Sun ask. King, yep. see yeah. what they think. 
Yeah. And here's a little tip for any uh, brewery owners that are listening out there. Pay attention to what your staff is saying. Yeah, for sure. Because I cannot tell you how many times I have gone to a brewery and said, what's your favorite style of beer here? What do you recommend? And they recommend something that's not even their beer. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. my heart crushes because... Or they recommend something they don't even offer. You yeah. know, they're offering me, like, a White Claw, and I'm like, well, you don't even, you don't even make that. <laughs> you're <laughs> a brewery, and you're the waitress. I'm like, yeah, it's so funny. Oh. Um, I, I attest this to you 100%, Jen, and it's something that I feel like I try to own now is, you know, speaking the same language from every person in the company is so important. And I harped on this when I did the live show with um, Gnarly Gnome. I was up there with a lot of brewers, so I kind of took my angles where I could and kind of spoke to marketing where I could. But um, the emphasis of having marketing, sales, production, and taproom all saying the same language, speaking about our beers the same way, um, having knowledge of where they can get them, you know, what the release details are, just having all of that knowledge out there and making sure that we're speaking the same language and being cohesive is so important. That way you're getting the same experience. You know, when we put uh, Bluegrass Monday, which is a sour ale, it's a wild beer, right? It's, you know, uh, blueberries, uh, granola, and vanilla. Um, so when we sell that beer to a bar, our sales staff is informing them of like, hey, this is how we describe this beer. This is who we recommend it to. This is the style. They can have that beer at a bar and then come to Sonder, and our taproom staff is going to say the same thing. Yep. And if they visit our social media, I describe it in the same way. Yep. Right? So it's not confusing for our consumers. And I always joke that the the best compliment that we get is that our beer tastes the way we tell people it does. They don't drink our beer. It's like, oh, like, that's a weird taste. Like, I wasn't expecting. It's like, no, like we told you what the beer is going to taste like, yeah. and whether it's you yeah. read it on social media, you got an answer from our taproom team, or you know our sales staff informed their retail accounts how it's supposed to taste. Like you understand what you're getting with this beer, and it's not a shock to you, right? Yeah, I think that's so important. That's something that you've instilled in me, and I think it's uber important. It's something that I I take pride in at this point. Yeah, I think it's good. I think that's I think that's. Uh, sound feedback i think it, i think it makes a ton of sense um and something we've discussed at at length mm-hmm. um all right before we hit our last segment i have perhaps the most fun question we've ever <laughs> asked on this podcast okay. and i feel like i have a good group for this question okay i'm nervous uh <laughs> <laughs> if the zombie apocalypse were starting tomorrow and you could only pick three people from Sonder Brewing to be in your crew. <laughs> oh, God. You have a crew of four people oh from gosh. Sonder, including you and three other people. Who are you picking? Oh, gosh. This is not uh, where I thought this question was going. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Me and three other people? Yes, you and three other people. Okay. I'm not well, lasting very long. I, I feel like I'm You're no longer life. obligated to say your husband because he doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> like, I feel like I have to say Brad for No, no, one no. Thing. Nope, nope. He's out. <laughs> Brad's out. Okay. okay. I, I feel like I'm definitely taking Chase. He's really good with the Leatherman. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. um, I'm going to need Jeff for comic relief okay dark times you know okay um and then i feel like <laughs> maybe tom just because like he's the strength you know or no i'm taking will i'm taking will okay yeah will's, all right will's gonna do all the dirty work for us so that's my crew right there i'm, go- I'm going <laughs> chase jeff will 
interesting. What, what, it's a very interesting. What a, what a riot that would be. We wouldn't last very long, I don't think. <laughs> I don't either. I don't think so either. All right, well, well, I'm taking Holly. I don't know her that well, but she seems like a blast. And so I need someone, oh, yeah. yes. I, need someone yes. I can get to know for a long time, right? I like, think that's a good pick. I think that's yeah. a really good pick. I mean, pick. I, yeah. I think that that's good. We have, like, some good... Okay. Camaraderie going there. Okay. Um, I, I think I'd probably take Chase. Yep. Okay. <laughs> He's very Chase. handy. He could probably build a machine gun from like parts <laughs> <laughs> that we find in the dumpster. <laughs> I'll do the dumpster digging and he can do the MacGyver like <laughs> work on the side. Okay. Oh man, that's two. Yeah, you have one more. Oh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, I, I don't. Oh. All of our crew is amazing. Oh, man, yeah. I could see myself taking Wayne, too, just because it would be funny the whole time. <laughs> it would be. Yeah, yeah it maybe, would maybe be. Jeff or Wayne, yeah. There, there would be some comic relief, some music yeah. playing. Oh, yeah. that's true. Like, yeah, Jeff would have to bring guitar. guitar. I mean, I yeah. well, keep in like mind, it's a zombie apocalypse, you right? So you're going to... Yeah. Well, but you can't oh. be loud. You're also going to, like, stumble upon some things that, you know... I mean, they're going to learn how to... Either an instrument they might learn how to play, teach mm-hmm. themselves um, a weapon of some kind... For defense, oh. uh, Macy, I am wildly intrigued by your answers <laughs> here. Uh, only four months in. Yeah, this is hard. I feel like I don't know everybody well enough yet. Um, I'm gonna have to say Chase. Yep. Yeah. yeah. For of many course. reasons. Of course. Uh, <laughs> Chase is in the background he's shaking like, his head. He's like, "Fuck yeah!" By the by, the way, spoiler alert: Chase is about to go 100 percent because I'm also taking Chase. <laughs> There's just a lot of reasons. Yes. Um, Haley. Yep. Haley can grow all of our food. Oh, oh there that's you go. Stole, Dang you it. stole mine. That was going to... Man, I should have gone before you. That's okay. Yep. One. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, and then probably Maggie, because I need someone to talk about musicals with. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. She would be a good conversation, too. Okay. Um, I'm going Chase and Haley as well. Yeah. Um, Chase is just going to help me build all of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also just resourceful and quick on his feet with thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, Haley would be phenomenal at finding and thinking about what to grow and think for the future. Yeah. Um, hmm. My third, uh, I think, Jen, I would go with you uh, because you have a ton of life experiences. <laughs> um, you've been to the lower 48, yep. so you know yeah. the landscape. Yeah. Um, I also feel like... You just have, like, weird knowledge about things that I have no knowledge about. So, in a zombie apocalypse. Yes. Also, I know if we stumbled upon some weapons that we would need to protect ourselves, that I have no qualms with thinking that you would be ready to pick it up and fight for us. Oh, yeah. I could kill a zombie, yeah. <laughs> Dude, my skill set is, no like, problem. out the window in a zombie apocalypse. I'm not bringing a damn thing to the table. Like, I'm bringing the group down. I can't build anything. I can't grow anything. I've, like, shot a gun before, but, like, I, I don't know that I'm good with that under pressure. Like, I think my group of four uh, is the best group of four. Maybe. <laughs> I'm still rolling with mine. But. Well, you should. You you picked it. Yeah. You all should pick your four. I just know that, like, I'm bringing the group down. 
I, I am not an asset. Like no one, no one in this company should even remotely think of well, putting you, me in there for, you, for for a zombie apocalypse. When you camp with another group, just find someone with a wounded person and be faster than that. <laughs> it's like a bear attack. See, hey, you see you what I mean? Need, you don't need to be the see, fastest. You just need to not be the slowest. See why Jen is my fourth? Because she would tell. She'd be like, "Hey, hey, we should pick this person up. <laughs> They'll get him first. Right? That's great thinking, Jen. Yeah. I would never think of that. Yeah." <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> All right, Danny, hit that last segment. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Here tonight I'm wondering. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Is it a cover band or some college town bar where it's not All right, Danny, I'm kicking us off. Go for it. So um, in the world of um, what's cool and hot and new, uh, last week I went with the Donda song. It was my favorite from the Donda album. Mm -hmm. I would be an idiot not to do Certified Lover Boy or something from that right now. Okay. Um, uh, From the Drake album. So I'm going to go with Fair Trade. It's my favorite song on the album. Um, For the record, just so everyone knows... Uh, I have historically been a bigger Kanye fan than Drake, but I think uh, Drake's new album destroys Donda. Okay. Uh, just just musically. I love and I want, I, I mean, I've always been a fan of Kanye, and I want to love that so much. Um, and I think that, I still think he's a genius. I'm going to say it. I think the show is genius, and he's got everyone talking about him. I just didn't. Love all of the music from the album. Yeah, like I said, I, I, uh, it's not his worst album, but it's certainly not his best either. There were enough good songs on the album that I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, have you listened to Certified Lover Boy? Yeah, I like it. You I've like never. I like Drake, but I don't know that I've ever been like a big Drake guy. See, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I've never loved it, but uh, but I think this is pretty good. You know what I love about this album though, and and maybe this is more. This is probably more for me than it is for you, Danny, but. This album takes me back to mid to late 2000s rap uh, where there's not a lot of mumble rap and there's not a lot of auto-tune. That's that's way more up your alley. Um, And so I can basically listen to the whole thing through um, pretty consistently. Mm -hmm. So that's my favorite in the album. Nice. I'll start there. Jen, do you have one? Do I do I have I don't know what this says, but you know I don't Jen make always playlists. Gets during, the, during the music portion. <laughs> so I just listen to whatever's on. <laughs> but but lately in the car I've done a lot of carpool lately. Yes. And Chloe always runs some music. Kay. But this song I cannot get out of my head. I don't even know if it's new or old. I really have no that's terrible, but no, it's, it's not terrible. It's I get she's it. so mean from Matchbox Twenty. Okay. And I literally can I don't know uh, what that, that says about that's me. That's definitely but. not new. <laughs> <laughs> But, I think it's kind of old, maybe like 20, 15 years. I don't know. How old it's, it yeah, it's like a two thousand song. But I know where Chloe found it. She found it on TikTok. I'm I've sure seen, she I've did. Seen those videos on TikTok. Because <laughs> she says to me all the time, "How do you know that song?" She says that to you all the time. Yeah, really. Like, like songs come back on TikTok because they're reason. all on TikTok. It's, yeah, that's it, pretty wild. Yeah, and that's... like it's like songs get rediscovered. On, like, because that song, it, that song had to have come out in the early 2000s. But I cannot get that but song it's like out a, of my it's head. Like a, there's like a, there's thousands of videos on TikTok that use that song. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and of course, I know every word because I, I right. knew it for whatever. She's like, how do you know that song? Yep, I know every word. Yeah. <laughs> how do well, you know that song? Yeah. It's, it's always more apt. Yeah. Trust yeah. me, I know. I follow her on TikTok. That, that song is older than Chloe. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. That's that's funny. Yeah. Uh Mace. Uh I love anything James Vincent McMorrow and he just put out a new song True Love. Okay. It's great. Okay. Uh listen to it while I was taking my dog Truman True to the vet. Okay. Like, True Love. <laughs> love it. That's a bonding moment. Okay. Um you also as our uh as a guest of ours get one of your favorite songs of all time uh to put on here as well. Oh, well, that's easy. That's Shoop, Salt and Peppa. Oh, yes! <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, Danny, you're up. Uh, so I just have another poppy song, Roxanne by Arizona Zervis. Great song. Um, kind of something to, like, pump you up. I always joke that, like, for me to wake up, it takes, like, three alarms, two cups of coffee, and, like, 20 minutes of loud music, and then I still need, like, an hour to not <laughs> talk to anyone. Um, so this is, like, a song that, like, gets played in the morning for me to pump me up a little bit. Um... I don't, I'm not familiar with it. I don't know where I found it. I find music so many different places nowadays, um, but it's a good one. Nice. I had never heard of the artist either. Okay. All right. Interesting. Um, I actually learn a lot of songs for playlists uh, from you in this segment on our podcast because our, our interests often yeah. align so much. When I always listen to the music that people say... Um, when I'm adding it to the Sounder Stories playlist. Um, and a lot of songs I ended up pick up, for sure. Same. That stinking Eddie 9-Volt song or whatever yeah. that Chad picked. really good. It's really good, and I, did, I didn't want to like it. <laughs> I really didn't want to give Chad credit, and I didn't want to like it because it's such a stupid name, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh but it works. Here we are. It works. I, I quite liked. And now I'm now I'm down the rabbit hole of Eddie Nine Volt music. Yeah. Like all of his other songs that right. are actually relatively good. Yeah. Which is weird. I don't know how to classify that either, but I think Chad did an okay job. Yeah, I think so. I, I what did he say? Like Hillbilly Rock or something, yeah. blues rock or it's something. Probably about right. Um which which sounds yeah, it sounds about right. It was good. It it has a, a very like Nathaniel Ratliff in the Night Sweats feel, which yeah. I, I'm a fan of. I have yeah. a couple of their, uh, one or two of their albums on vinyl. So before we uh, play out with Macy's song, um, I feel like this is something that, you know, we've, be, we've been doing podcasts for a long time now, so I feel like i got to pitch this out there, you know. Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Yes. Let people know about it. Um, share with your friends that like beer. Um, Justin and I have a good time with this, and we want other people to enjoy it as well. So Yeah, we, for a long time, we continued to do it and push it because it was something we enjoyed enough Mm -hmm. that it was worth the time. Now we have enough listenership uh, that it definitely justifies us taking the time to do it. It does take a fair amount of time. Yeah. Um, I love it. Uh, It's definitely a way for us to connect not only with our listeners and and the fans of the show, um, but with our team that comes on the show as well. There's definitely like a bonding moment throughout the episode. Yeah. Um, and it's a way to engage with our consumers as well. And we're going to get a bunch of people on here that haven't been on the podcast yet. Yeah. Too, which is going to be really fun. Yeah. And, and, and the way in which our show has, has transformed over the last season and a half mm-hmm. or, um, or 30 or so episodes turning more to this interview style format um, and less just about focused uh, solely on a beer at a time. Um, I think has has done uh, our listeners um, a service, so to speak. Um, For sure. Because it's a better show now. But to your point, um, 
let us know. Yeah. Let us know if there's something you think we should do better or different. If you've been listening, you definitely know how to get a hold of me at this point. For sure. Um, the easiest way is contact us at Sonder Brewing. Yeah, right? just interact with us on social, too. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, and also, if you're listening and haven't uh, commented yet on the would-be last week's episode mm-hmm. of A the, lot of mixed the beer answers, style yeah. A lot yeah. of mixed yeah, I mean, it's, it's I mean, I'm going to run away with it. Let's just be honest. <laughs> I, need to, I need to do some tallying. There were some votes for me. There, <laughs> a lot of votes for Jeff. Uh, Chad didn't get as much love as I thought he was going to. Yeah, Wayne well. definitely got dragged. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, a, not a whole lot of votes for Wayne. Or Wayne. Probably deservedly so. His list wasn't very good. <laughs> I actually... <laughs> I had somebody text me last night. It's literally the 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 text was, "Defuk is a Vienna logger." <laughs> not question. not uh, not an avid craft beer fan, mm-hmm. uh, but it goes into <laughs> the commentary that we said at the time in which Wayne drafted that. Yeah, right, definitely not like a like super well known style. Like I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Chad's sad. Yeah, Chad's in the background right now. Chad, uh, Chad knows he didn't play for the win. He just played to not get last. Yeah, well, that's one strategy. <laughs> yeah. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> Chad's doing the thumbs up, down. Yeah, he would like to know whether or not he thinks he's going to win. No, you're, you're, you're just in the no, middle. I'm going to have to write and I'm going to make a PowerPoint. No, you're not going to have to make a PowerPoint. You will not have to make a PowerPoint. Wayne's going to have to make a PowerPoint. Yeah, which I can't wait for. I can't either. Um, <laughs> All right, let's play this. Oh, yes. <laughs> you have to know this yeah, song, Yeah, within right? two seconds, yep. I knew what this song was. Thanks, guys. This was fun. Thanks. Thank I you. love so much that this is your favorite song. <laughs> yeah, or one this is the only reason I ever got a second date with Molly is karaoke this entire song. I, That's so I funny. love that story. I love, so that. I love that story. <laughs> yeah. I can rap it. I might. Do you Very know every time. word? Yes. Still? Oh, let's go. You got a mic. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough drinks yet. <laughs> give, me, give me a couple more. Maybe at the holiday party. We do need to get some uh, alcohol. Yeah, there we go. Oh, is that? Oh, that's a water. Yeah. That's water. Yeah, Chase will be very mad at us if we cheers with that alcohol. Yeah, cheers to the glass. Cheers, guys. Really good. Yeah, it's fine. Really good. Uh,